books on execution. The best book to read in the Bible is in Exodus when Moses had to organize and find a way to move millions, a million, a million person organization from Egypt to the promised land. And you will be able to find and you will be able to find exactly how to execute uh, from from getting insight from God to executing it. You'll learn how to deal with because a lot of stuff that Moses dealt with, he dealt with. Um, uh, He wasn't good at speaking. So God allowed for his brother Aaron to come and speak on behalf of him, which means that there's a lot of times when you have um, disabilities that may stop you from progressing forward. You got to understand that God will send you people that can play good parts on your team that can help facilitate deals that you just aren't capable of doing. If you just read Exodus as a business advice, I will go there. You also learn how to build an organization from Exodus 18, chapter 18. Uh, So Exodus is a good book to read for execution. Um, What's another good book to read for execution? In Genesis, the story of Noah, uh, uh, the, uh, the book of the book of Genesis, the chapter of Noah. <laughs> uh, uh, then you will also be able to read somebody who had an idea from God um, in a desert place. Watch, I'm gonna bring it bring it around. A lot of us get ideas from God, but the place that we're in is a desert. Nobody has done it. Nobody had uh, wealth rain on them. Nobody's had breakthroughs rain on them. But when you understand the construct of what God was trying to teach business principles from Noah, you're going to realize the power that you have in taking something that doesn't exist. See, a boat in the desert did not exist. However, God will bring you abstract ideas that does not currently exist, that you have to trust in yourself to build it and then trust that it will fulfill itself when it's complete. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's in Genesis. If you read the story of Noah, also in Exodus, you will also understand when you have the wrong people on your team, the type of doubt that can come in and destroy the progression of you. You will learn the art of finding bad apples in Exodus. Uh, because um, when, when, when Joseph sent people to go and see over the land of milk and honey versus seeing the beauty there, they only saw the danger and they caught, they came back not optimistic, but pessimistic, pessimistic, which put fear in the organization's heart we stop them from progressing and moving forward. You'll learn that there. That's in Exodus. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you go to the book of Ruth. Oh, that's a good book. Ruth, it shows you how to be somebody who is committed and loyal. Uh, 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 a loyal friend to the overall good of, um, of a mission. See, Ruth was loyal to Naomi. See, you'll learn that in the book of, in the book of Ruth. You will learn in the book of Samuel, uh, uh, the book of first Samuel, you will learn how, how you can, you can build a good kingdom and then do things your own way and lose it all. And God will go and replace you <laughs> with somebody, uh, uh, that you would never think that would come and take what was supposed to be rightfully yours. So you can learn that in the book of Samuel. Yeah. Yeah, you can learn that from the book of Samuel. See, you can learn from the book of first Kings and second Kings. How many organizations and businesses fall because of ego, pride and, and, and ambition for more than what God has called for you to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can learn that. From the book of first and second king. See, you can learn uh, uh, how to speak a vision 
and get people to believe in your vision based on your conviction from the walk of Jesus. You can you can start in Matthew if you choose. You can learn that in Matthew. <laughs> Mark, Luke and John. You can learn the power of succession plans. How if you do not operate in your organization with true integrity and true heart and follow it all the way through that that in uh, that in first Samuel, uh, God will find ways for you to get voted out what you started. Oh, because it's mission over it's submission over your mission. Oh, that's it. Baby, you hear that? It's submission over your mission. And when you don't want to submit to God's mission because you want to go with your mission, he will vote you out your position. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, y'all didn't know your boy. Y'all didn't know your boy walked with the Lord like that. See, I, I may cuss and I may drink communion in ways that y'all don't imagine. But my most favorite book that taught me all the business gems in the world came from the Bible. See, if, if, if you don't believe in submission, <laughs> if you don't believe in submission because you want to go with your mission, God will vote you out your position. Oh, my God. Woo, that's a quotable. <laughs> that boy Jake called. You hear me? That boy Jake called, called. Matter of fact, let me get some communion. No, my baby, got, she, got, she got smoothie for me. She got me green, green communion today. No, no, I'm gonna get me, I'm gonna get me a uh, sparkling. What's it called? Cider. I'm gonna get me, I'm gonna get me a different communion that got less kick today. See, this communion, this is what you call the communion of less kick. Baby, can you order me a uh, uh, a sandwich from Chick Fil A? Just a sandwich. Fries. Um, I don't think I want fries. You just want okay, I want fries too. Just, just fries and a sandwich. Okay. Huh? Huh? Let me, let me, let me get you some sparkling communion. See what happens is when you don't want, when you don't believe in submission to God's will, because you only want to complete your mission, God will remove you from your position. Oh my gosh. God will vote you out the position he ordained for you when you don't want to submit to him. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, you can learn that. You can learn that. You can look in first and second Kings when God removed people. You can look at you can look at Exodus when God said Moses, because you couldn't get past yourself because you thought that you were the law and you didn't want to you didn't want to fully engage people to understand that i am the law i'm going to stop you from even seeing what you started and a lot of us fail at seeing things that we start because we like to put our mission above the submission of god's will yeah yo this communion with a little less kick see the very see the very the very book that has all of your answers, you want to go get third party answers from a book that has it all. You, you want to go get third party, uh, uh, third party advice from a book that came from the source. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, 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 when I look, when I look in a book, I, I, I look also in Psalms. And I see what happens when I sing and I declare my mission and work only to God's will. I see the benefit and the blessings what happened to David when I say, God, I'm going to lead like you. See, 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 you learn how to lead because in the book, it's Jesus said that the greatest among us will be a leader, will be your servant. What does that mean? That means that those who are great leaders are the best servants. Oh, my gosh. Y'all ask me, y'all ask me, right? Y'all ask what were the best books for business? I'm walking you down. See, in Genesis, if you want to go back to Genesis and you go to the chapter of creation. OK, see, in the book of Genesis, chapter of creation, God teaches us how to speak things from our imagination as though they are and how to bring them into fruition. 
Hey, listen, family, at the ABS firm, we teach families all across the country how to build their own bank. Yes, I said it, how to build their own bank. If you're looking to try to get out of debt, stop borrowing money from everyone else's bank without building your own family banking system, you need to get in our private banking blueprint where we literally show you exactly what we did to not only build our own private banking system for our company, but what I did to build me and my wife's and my family's private banking system so that you can be able to not only guarantee wealth for your family, but you can now learn how to be your own bank. How cool would it be to learn not only how to be your own bank, but to actually become your own bank? So go to privatebankingblueprint.com, privatebankingblueprint.com, so that you can learn 25 hours coursework, videos, questions, everything that you need. And you will also be able to talk to one of our ABS advisors to be able to set you up your own family bank. Family, this is true. It is possible. You just have to go see it for yourself. So privatebankingblueprint.com. Don't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all, y'all want to talk about books. I got you, Annie. Y'all want to talk about books? I'll give you some books. <laughs> y'all want to talk about y'all want to talk about books? <laughs> I'm gonna give you some books. You hear me? <laughs> you hear me? They want to talk about books. If you want to talk about books, you said, Jake, uh, who do I need as a mentor? Who can help, who can truly help me think bigger than myself? I say, well, you need to go to the book of Ecclesiastes. Because when you go to the book of Ecclesiastes, it's a satire of, 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 of King Solomon, who was the most wealthiest king of all time, giving you examples of not to be so consumed in things that will fade away. So you want to talk about a book, you want, you want a book of wisdom. You want mentorship from the highest love of mentorship from a man who had international businesses. He gives you a satire in Ecclesiastes, the book of Ecclesiastes in the volume called the Bible. And it's a satire. It's almost a play on what happens when you overconsume yourself in material things that will all fade away. He's talking about how his ambition for more took away his life and joy that he started with. That's what he talks about. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all ask him. Y'all ask him for. Y'all ask him for books. Give me some books. You go to the book of Proverbs. Where it shows you how to balance your mind from, from the lust of your behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's important too. See, what people fail to realize when you read in Genesis without context or without some type of understanding... You miss out on all the lessons you get. You realize that in Proverbs 13, 11, it says wealth gained hastily. You lose it just as fast. But wealth gathered little by little grows over time. God is not telling you don't get wealthy uh, 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 and, and deny yourself of wealth at young age. What he is saying is that if it's too get rich quick. That means that means uh, that means that it's probably lacking some type of foundation because life is going to hit us. What 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 in Ecclesiastes? You got to know your books of business. If you go back to Ecclesiastes, King Solomon, who was one of the greatest businessmen of all time, said, uh, "What goes around comes around. What has been done once under the sun will happen again." So that is easy to say. If you go to the book of James, when it says, uh, uh, "We should consider it joy to go through trials and tribulations because it endures our faith." Which lets us know that God will let wind happen to us, trials and tribulations, so that we can be stronger and, and, our, and our roots can dig deeper in our source. So if, so if I am somebody who is scared to go through trials and tribulations, I am also somebody who is admittedly saying that I am scared to properly and progressively grow in the nature that God made me. See, a tree cannot grow without wind correctly. That's why... 
uh, uh, in Proverbs 13, 11, it says wealth gained hastily. You lose it just as fast. But wealth gathered little by little grows over time. The reason that a tree can't grow up in six months is because the roots has to grow deeper and larger and wider than the tree grows up. Why? It's because troubling times sustains your foundation. So when the wind hits you, your trunks don't move. <laughs> But when you gain wealth too fast, mm, you don't have enough time to build a wide enough base of a foundation to hold you up when times hit you because your wealth grows. See, your wealth is like a tower, a tall tree. The higher your wealth tower is, the wider and stronger your foundation has to be. But when your trunk grows faster than your roots. See, y'all don't see y'all ask me for books of recommendation. I'm, t I'm taking you through the books that I recommend. Yeah, taking you through the books that I recommend. Yeah. Yeah, taking you through them books. Taking you through them books. See, I don't want third party knowledge. I want to get it from the source. Let me get it from. Let me get it from the source. You got to understand that in context, in context, in context, the only books you need <laughs> is in a volume of books called the Bible. You want to build a righteous business? It teaches you. You want to learn how to recruit and find talent? It teaches you. Somebody asked me, how do I find quality people? Well, if you understood the book of Exodus, you will realize a couple of things. That in the book of Exodus, it literally teaches you how to build out an organization. And there are three things that you look for when building an organization. The book of Exodus, Jethro, who was a good, a, a great businessman who trained Moses when Moses fled, when he killed somebody. See, Jethro said... Jethro said, you find people who believe in the same thing that you believe. Jake, what you mean? Believing in the same things that you believe, it doesn't have to be to the key. What it means is that morality, you're on the same page. You cannot... Build an organization with people who don't have the same moral code. What you consider wrong, they consider right. What you consider right, they consider it wrong. It is impossible for you to build anything without people who have the same moral code as you. I learned that from my great business teacher in Exodus. The second thing I learned from Jethro, a great business teacher, he said, you, he said, you got to find people who are capable. Ooh. He said, you got to find. See, when we look up the word capable, we never look up definitions for things. Capable of doing something says that they have the ability or quality necessary to do or achieve a specific thing. They're open to or omitting of something. Watch this. The second one. They're able to achieve efficiently whatever one has to do 
competent. So capable means that they're not only competent, but they can do it efficiently. The reason why a lot of your organizations and businesses and even you, the reason why you continue to fail is because you're not only you're not only not competent in it. You can't do it efficiently, which doesn't make you capable just because somebody wants to do it doesn't mean that they're capable to do it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. See, y'all, y'all don't want to learn today. Y'all don't want to learn today. Y'all don't want to learn today. This is my, this is my a communion today with a little less of a kick. Y'all don't want to learn today. See, see, y'all want to learn about everything else. But the only way that you can learn how I built my businesses is if you under, if you read the same books I read. Mm. Mm. See, see, you cannot get what I have until you submit to the mentors and books that I've read. <laughs> if you read different books and be trained by different mentors, you're going to get a different result. Mm. <laughs> but y'all don't want to read my books. You want to read every other book but the books I've read. You said, what books did you read? I've been going through them. Somebody enlighten him. What books did I read? What books? <clears throat> so, so, Um, back to the book of Ecclesiastes and the business volume of the Bible <laughs> in Ecclesiastes, Jethro told Moses, not only did you have to be of the same moral code when you're building an organization, I mean, in Exodus, my bad, in Exodus, my bad. Uh, uh, no, uh, no, in Exodus, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm back in Exodus. Not only did Jethro, Exodus, Exodus chapter 18, which should be chapter of building an organization. Yeah, yeah. Somebody on here is going to be taking his live and try to go write the book, but don't know when I come out with the book, it's going to be heavy. Okay, so 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 the book of Exodus, <laughs> the book of Exodus says. The book of Exodus says, find people who are same moral code, find people who are capable, not willing, but capable. The third thing it said is you find people who don't take easy bribes. Jake, what are you talking about? Well, if I don't take people who take easy bribes. That means that I probably should stop trying to recruit people talking about how much money we're going to make. And when you look at all of the great leaders that are in the business edition Bible, <laughs> you'll realize that the greatest leaders have the ability to build organizations with no money. Just a vision that was clear enough. For people to buy into it themselves. See, when you don't have to buy your team, but they want to buy into where you're going, you have something that is structurally beneficial. Thank you, Sister V. But I learned that from one of my business books. Exodus. I learned not to start something without the end in mind in Genesis. It said that God rested after completion. <laughs> it said that God rested after it was complete. And a lot of you, the reason why you keep stopping and starting in your businesses, organizations, and your dreams is because you keep starting without a plan in, in mind. The Bible says, it says that to write, a, to, make a, to write it down, make it plain so that those who see it can run with it. Also in the Bible, uh, in the New Testament, it says that 
if you start something and don't finish building it. Those who are your friends and family will mock you for not completing, not completing it, which means that if you don't know the cost of what it takes to fully build something, to see it all the way through, you're going to always stop and start. Therefore, everyone around you will begin to continue to ridicule you because you fail at executing. Somebody asked Jake, what's the, what's the best book to read for execution? Genesis. The way God came to the earth, it was so cold. He knew exactly what he was going to do and how he was going to do it. And he executed it in such a way that he didn't stop or sleep until it was done. Yeah. 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 Somebody says, Jake, how do I have the patience to wait my turn? Because God told me that I was supposed to be here and I was supposed to do that. How what what book can I read on patience? You can read first Samuel and second Samuel. Why read 1 Samuel? Because King David, a man after God's own heart, one of the greatest kings to ever live. He got told at 12 or 13 that he will be the next king. He was between, between the ages of 8 and 13. He got told between the ages of 8 and 13 that he will be the next king of Israel. He didn't become a king until 30 years later. And he had to sit under somebody that hated him. Mm. So you ask me, Jake, how do you have patience to wait until God unveils it? It's because David teaches us that in every position you maximize it. Mm. Jake, what you talking about? See, when David was a shepherd boy, he was the best shepherd boy. See, when David was a harp player, he was the best in the land. See, when David was a was a was a was a was in the army, he became the general. See, see what God wants to see of you is can you maximize your current position? Because if you cannot maximize your current position, you will never maximize the position he has waiting for you. Oh my God. See, see, see. Y'all want to learn business when the Bible gives us all we need. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're so consumed. We're so consumed. In the position that God told us he will put us in, that we never maximize where we are, which in, which in turn, will, that makes us never, we're never going to be qualified to be able to walk in the position that he has for us because we never developed along the way. Imagine if David said, I'm supposed to be a king and he never got better. Imagine if David said, I'm God told me and I'm going to stay here until I get my turn and your turn never comes and you get mad at God. God said, I gave you a vision of who you were going to be, but it's your job to build to get there. Oh, boy, God giving me digital downloads. I may need some real communion. I may need some real communion. God said, I showed you who you were supposed to be. But it is your job to build to get there. Oh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, let me, let me come here real quick. It's kind of like when you go to Build-A-Bear. See, the Build-A-Bear, uh, Build-A-Bear, as, as my friend Robert Madu said, uh, uh, Build-A-Bear, 
uh, uh, has all of the raw materials. See, Build-A-Bear tells you what the end result is going to be. But it's up to you to put the things together to get to the end result. And the problem that we have is that God gives us raw materials, but we have the audacity to get mad at him when we were supposed to build the bear ourselves. I'm going to have to spike this communion with a little bit of... Because y'all don't want to learn today. See, y'all don't want to learn today. Y'all want to know. Y'all want to know. My only real, my only real mentor was the Bible. Y'all say, Jake, how did you build your companies with no debt? It's very easy. I went by a blueprint that said that I will be the lender and not the borrower. I went by a blueprint that showed examples after examples that if I did what God told me to do, he would come through for me. I went by a blueprint. I went by a blueprint that told me to live within my means and, 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 and reinvest those means into things that can grow more. I went by that blueprint. See, 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 see. You want the blessings and the abundance and the overflow from characters in the Bible, but you don't want to get in character for God's movie. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Boy, boy, boy. That's a shame. You want to get all of the blessings and benefits from the characters from the Bible and you want the abundance of what God has for you, but you refuse to play your part as a character in the movie that God made for you. Oh, I need, come on, I need something. I need a little, I need a little spiking. I need a little spiking. I need a little spike. You know what I mean? I need a little spike. Can I tell you, can I tell you something? They say, Jake, how you get here? I just got in character. They said, Jake, how'd you get here? I said, I just got in character. Mm. Mm. They said, Jake, how you get it? I just got in character. I just got in character. Yes, sir. Yo, how much how much did he say? Um, yep, go 205. Mm-hmm. All right. I got to go. I'm teaching the people. I got to go. Uh, uh, see, see, uh, uh, see, when you get a Grammy, mm, or whatever those awards are uh, for a movie, um, everybody who played a role in the movie gets the Oscar. Mm, okay. Uh, 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 everybody wants to be recognized. So when you play your role in the movie that God has for you, when he recognizes you or the, or, or the role that you played, you still get the same Oscar. Okay. Um, okay. Let me, let me, maybe I'm not hitting y'all right. Okay. So everybody talk about gifting, right? Following your gift, right? Um, see, see, y'all, see, y'all don't understand. I gangbang for the Lord. See, that's, that's one thing people don't understand about me. I'm really about my father's business. I don't play no games. You hear me? You hear me? Y'all hear me? I ain't playing no games. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. A leader's gift uh, it's only as safe as his character that contains it. Oh my gosh. See, see, if your gift is, is tied up into the character that God wrote for you, 
If you never get in character, you will never have protection of the gift. Okay, okay, Jake, what? Oh, come my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, break it down because they didn't see it. They didn't get it. They didn't get it. Okay, let me, let me remember. The Bible says that your gift will make room for you. Okay, okay, okay. Being the fact that it is a gift, that means that you never earned it. That means it was written in for you. Okay. Uh, it's over your head. Uh, when you look at a screenwriter, okay, uh, uh, when you look at a screenwriter who's writing a movie, he typically writes the abilities of the characters before the characters are created. The Bible says your gift will make room for you. So that means that God already wrote your ability before you were created. So the only thing you got to do is get in character to really see the fulfillment of your gift. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, um, I was listening to uh, an actress and she said the reason that you, you, you the, the difference between uh, 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 Hall of Fame type level actors versus good actors. They said it's the ability for the actor to get in character. Mm. They said that the great actors, the reason that they have issues after a movie or after a series of a show is because it's hard to get out of character what you committed to. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Um, um, uh, she said that when you watch a movie of a great, you get so consumed in the character that you forget the actor is playing in a movie. Mm. And the problem that all of us are having, the reason why you can't tap into God's greatness for you is because you refuse to get in character for his movie. Mm. You keep trying to add your ad libs versus committing to the ad libs God gave you. Oh, so when people say, uh, uh, Jake, how do you and how can you and how be I said, because I'm in character. Uh, I can't control what happens uh, uh, because when I'm in character, I am submitting myself to the writer of this play. <laughs> they don't go, oh God. I be trying to tell them, like, oh, God, bro, God, I swear. I be trying to tell them, I be game banger for you. They better be. <laughs> I'm so lost in the character that I forget myself. And I see uh, uh, a lot of people uh, are so consumed in self that they never get into the character that God made for them. See, I'm t who, who, mm. Mm. so you wonder why God doesn't recognize you. Uh, God doesn't recognize you because you're not the character that he wrote. Oh, my God. Oh. I swear to God, bro, God. Oh, my God. Listen, listen. So how dare you try to take credit for what God wrote for you? Mm. It says, it says your gift will make room for you. Your gift you never earned. So when your gift makes room for you, how dare you take credit for what the screenwriter wrote? Oh my God. <laughs> Do you know what happens? When actors get out of character from what the screenwriter wrote, uh, uh, have you ever seen a show or a movie? Uh, they get replaced. <laughs> See what the screenwriter has the ability. Uh, uh, the, the screenwriter has the ability to cut 
whoever doesn't submit to the character. They do what's called they kill off and they birth a new character. <laughs> when the actor wants to move on from the script or the play or the movie, they usually kill off the actor. Mm. And the reason why a lot of y'all gifts keep getting killed off is because you continue to not stick to the script of your character. <laughs> oh my gosh, my boy. Y'all finna have me go back to church. I'm about to uh, listen. Y'all gonna have me open up a church again. Y'all about to have me preaching behind a pulpit because some of y'all missing the message in the Bible. Y'all missing the true meat of the word. <sighs> mm. Mm. Uh, can I tell you? Can I tell you a place? Can I tell you a place? Your gift is only as safe as the character that contains contains it. Can I tell you? Can I tell you something? The worst thing for for God ever to do is to write you off. Uh, see, when God writes you off, uh, off your script, when God writes you off the play, when God writes you off your movie, uh, now you got to sit on the sidelines looking at an actor play in a role that you were supposed to submit to. How can that actor get all the accolades that I was supposed to? It's because you have been written off because you refuse to submit to. Oh, God. Listen, I'm trying to give it to them. They ask me, what books do I read? God, they ask me, who is my mentor? God, they ask me, uh, what books have helped me get where I am? And when I tell them the books and I tell them the mentor, they want every other author. They want every other uh, creator. They want every other businessman, but the businessman who created the entire ecosystem. Why would I want to learn business from somebody that can't create something that can sustain and last itself after it was initially created? If you can't look at God's world and say this man, this man created the world one time and it is still operating. It is still moving. It is still procreating. So maybe I should learn business from the master of business. See God, they don't want that. See, yeah, they, 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 they don't want that. Mm. Mm. Y'all don't want that. Mm. Y'all don't want that. Yeah, y'all don't want that. <clears throat> so when I look in the Bible, I, I, I see a bunch of great actors that started smelling themselves so much that they forgot who wrote the script for them. There's a lot of great actors that fall off because they feel like they're bigger than the script. Uh, uh. So nobody wants to write them in any movies because they are bigger than the movie. When you make yourself bigger than the movie of God, God will never find a way to squeeze you in. You're going to be an extra to a movie you were supposed to star in. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I'm trying to help somebody today. I really am. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to help somebody today, because <laughs> you only lose your humility when you think. Uh, you only you lose your humility when you think that you're in control of the script. See, uh, the fact that all of us. Uh, the biggest fear we have is death because we don't know when God is going to uh, write us off. Uh, which means that the ultimate script writer, uh, we're shunning ourselves away. We're ostracizing ourselves away from the, the ultimate screenwriter. How can you not be in, try to get in unison with the author of the movie that you are currently playing in. <laughs> Why you don't want to get in character? <laughs> Why are you refusing to play your part? You're so envious of who is playing what part and not realizing that if you just play George, everybody gets recognized for the Oscar. 
even the janitor that was sweeping in the movie, although they were not the star in this movie, they still have the ability to put in their resume that they are an Oscar winning actor. And I told God when my ego started to be bigger than bigger than my head and my and who I was, I said, God, I, I said, God, I, I don't want to be an extra in a movie I was supposed to star in. So, God, I will play the supporting cast. God, I will play the janitor. God, I will set up the stage. God, I will be behind the camera. God, I will, I will, I will be the director after you've given it. Uh, but I don't want to screw this thing up so much that I got to sit on the sidelines of my own movie. So y'all ask me what books are the best for execution and business and finance and leadership. I give you the books of the Bible. Read them. Not for spiritual enlightenment. You read them first for application. Whew. The word of God is a living word. So if you cannot find a way to make it live through you now, you will never get the you will never get the understanding of it spiritually. Can I can I teach y'all something? <clears throat> when you're teaching a child, uh, you usually teach a child fundamentals first. You teach them how to apply what you're telling them first. Your child doesn't truly understand why brushing their teeth twice a day is important. But it's until uh, they get a cavity. Uh, it's until experience hits that they will be able to recall what mama and daddy told them. And it be a reminder to something that they've been practicing. Um... Um, your spiritual enlightenment comes as reminders to things that you practice. So you want to take the word of God from the Bible and apply it in practice so that when experience in life hits you, your spirituality can bring into context what you've been practicing all along. Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> oh. So when I began to learn the word, I got consumed in figuring out how can this Bible help my business? And I took principles of what I needed it to live. The Bible is a living word. That means it can live and be malleable, which just means flexible. To whatever your current circumstance is. I needed the Bible. I needed to get tips and tools from the Bible to learn how to build a thriving organization. And then when life hit me, the spiritual context came and revelation came after I've been practicing. You don't get revelation without the practice. You have to practice in order to recognize revelation. Oh. I don't want to talk. I'm, 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 I'm almost done. I'm almost done. See, I can't get something revealed to me. Unknown. Unless I have some type of context to some type of. I, I got to have something to build upon. It's kind of like when you get revelation that your significant other is messing around on you. When that revelation comes, 
you begin to then start going back to all of those questionable time periods that things were inconsistent. See, when you're looking, when you're, when you're, when you're, when you're, un, when, when, when you, you, <laughs> peace. Uh, if you can never recognize times when it was inconsistent, the revelation will never bring anything into context because you have nothing to base it upon. When I have something to base something on, when revelation comes, it provides context to what I'm basing it on. So if you don't pay attention to your 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 partner's behaviors or habits and study them, practice them. So if revelation comes, it brings context to what you're studying or practicing. The reason why it is hard for people to see stuff like that is because you haven't studied or practiced your partner. You haven't studied or practiced your partner. So you can't get you can't you can't get context to what the revelation is basing on because you have not been practicing good marital relationship. See, you can get whatever you want from the book. But the point that I'm making is you cannot get what I have unless you're willing to get in character like I did. You cannot get what I have. Unless you're willing to get in character like I did. If you're refusing to get in character, you're going to be also refusing the benefits of the character. So. I hope that. I was able to help. A lot of you, I am going to be posting this. Excuse me to my live. I mean, to my page, I am going to save it and post it to my page. There are currently 55 people on this live currently. I'm spitting like a pastor too. There are currently 55 people on this live. Um, You said, where's the collection plate? Join BWO. And joining BWO, you get as much of this as you need. Okay. Uh, So... I'm going to save this and post this to my page. There's there's 55 people on here. If you do not, <clears throat> if I if I don't have at least 25 people to comment what they received from this message, I'm going to delete it. Okay. Y'all y'all talk about collection plate, right? This is my collection plate. When I post this to my page. If there are not at least 25 comments about what you received from today's message, I am going to delete it. Okay. So I'm about to post it now. I want you to comment what you received from today's message and tag somebody that needs to hear it. Okay. I'm about to, I'm about to get off. And so go to my page and see it for yourself. I love you. And there is absolutely nothing you can do about it. Peace.